host, Carrie Clausen. Join my husband, stand-up comedian Leland Clausen, and I as we chat with guests about marriage, family, work, and everything in between. On today's episode, we have speaker, comedian, and author Amberly Neese with her husband, Scott. Welcome, guys. Thank you so much for joining us here today. I'm so excited to have you with us. We are excited to be here. Yes. And by guys, she meant uh, a man and a woman. Is that not politically correct anymore no, to say guys? No, I always say, I always intro everybody right. like guys. No, I, I mean, I'm a Texan. We say all y'all. I don't know if that is, <laughs> I don't even know. Should we, should we start over and say all y'all? <laughs> that sounds politically correct to me. All y'all. <laughs> <laughs> we thank all y'all for coming coming out all here y'all. to the podcast. Hey, guys, so guys, can you just tell us a little bit about yourselves? So maybe we'll get... Um, Amberly to start first, because she works with Leland, and you guys know each other really well. We so it's probably going to be hard for Scott and I to even get two words in. <laughs> but awesome. I'll let, I'll let you start, Amberly. Just tell us a little bit about yourself and what you've been doing. So I am a and an author and a speaker and a comedian, and uh, love that um, life for sure. I also am an online professor for Grand Canyon University, and I'm working with some nonprofits to help them of maneuver this um, pandemic, uh, which I'm also really excited about. But I do tour with Leland. We um, we sing um, heavy metal music in the, the <laughs> tour van. I sing parts. Uh, he sings lead, right? You, you have all the harmonies. I do have all the harmonies. Point. You didn't know that Metallica did harmonies, but they do now. So it's yeah. Well, here's the thing. I always was like, oh, I'm 80s metal guy, but I don't know all the lyrics that like, like you all of a sudden go into a, another verse. I'm like, I didn't even know that verse was existed. And you're like, yeah, no, yeah. no, no. I don't really have marketable skills, but I do have 80s metal. So that's, <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Right. So anyway, yes, we, I feel so blessed. Uh, we tour with Johnny Diaz and the three of us really, we are a, we are the island of misfit toys for sure. The three of us are very different from one another, but I feel so blessed. I really truly feel like I have two men of God who have my back and Leland is an amazing, he's been an amazing oh, coach come on. for me in comedy. And, uh, and I'm just so thankful. I, I really feel so, so grateful that, um, that we get to, to do that ministry together, which is super cool. Yeah, it and, is fun. Um, and my first book just came out, which was very that's Very exciting. exciting for me. I know. I know that uh, now that the, my book has come out, every person I know is like, "Oh yeah, my first book came out." I thought it was a big deal, so clearly not a big deal, but it's a, it still feels. Like it, a big no, deal. it's a very big deal. It yeah. is. What's the name of the book? It's called The Belonging Project: Finding Your Tribe and Learning to Thrive, and it's based on the One Another's in the New Testament. Love it. Yeah. So it's a devotional or is it's it? It's actually a four week uh, women's Bible study. Uh, as we were touring with Marriage Date Night, I would have these women that would connect with me at the book table. And I wish they, I would say, you know, they were buying zillions of dollars worth of uh, of my stuff, but they weren't. They just wanted to connect. They they recognized that here was somebody who um, was vulnerable and they they I feel so honored that they were vulnerable with me. And what I kept hearing no matter where we went is I'm lonely. And it was not a, like a respecter of demographics or geography or socioeconomic. Women are lonely and we scroll all day, but we don't, you know, we can, we can like people's stuff, but we don't feel liked ourselves oftentimes. And so I, I mm. dove into the scriptures, found the one another's and really decided that there was amazing practical tools of connection and biblical community um, in those one another's. And so I based a, a Bible study on it. So that's, I love yeah. that. Can you, can you break, 
sorry, just break down one another's for some some of our oh, our listeners yeah, who maybe course. aren't as so, versed in the right. scripture. Uh, so things like love one another and pray for one another and confess your sins to one another so you may be healed. Spur one another on toward love and good deeds. And then there, those are those are easy. Those are like inside of a Hallmark card. But then you have ones like <laughs> greet one another with a holy kiss or practice hospitality with one another. Those can get a little. <laughs> Especially during COVID. Do you guys remember um, kisses? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Hospitality. You guys <laughs> remember hugs? Over at your house. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Things like that. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, it, so the fact that it released during um, this pandemic is either the most brilliant <laughs> timing ever in the history of literature or <laughs> it's hilarious. Uh, but I guess I'm a comedian, so I could just say, I, I meant that. That's, I, that's a really yeah. so, Timing. Right, of course. Comedic timing. Yeah. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> It's it's now a joke book because <laughs> no. you can't do any of the stuff. In it. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's true. Thanks, Lee. Thanks for no, being a touchy sorry. subject, my brother. That's awesome. oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. What the hell? Oh, good. It was <laughs> a bestseller last week, and then now oh. people have heard Leland say what he did. It's it's instantly. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, wait a minute. Wow! Wow! This yeah. book isn't even truth anymore. <laughs> Not in the not in the new normal. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yeah, yeah. I'll censor out the word new normal. Yeah. We were talking before we were recording about how I hate the term new normal and I don't ever want it spoken in my presence. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? To speak to that, I do feel like um this time as 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 much as there's so many negative things about um being uh self-quarantined and isolated from friends and family. Um, it, I think it really has given us a great opportunity to kind of uh, stop and assess our lives. And I think from what I've been hearing a lot from people that I know at work and and through friends is that even though we want things to go back to normal, we don't want things to go back to normal. And that, that this has been a time to really say, hey, you know what? We've been way too busy and my life's been filled with things that actually I don't care about that much. And so I think that your book, um, Amberly, will be really valued because I think a lot of us are going to be starting from scratch when it comes to friends and connections and 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 um that's going to be more important to us than I think it's ever been before so that's really exciting thank you awesome I I love it I can't wait to read it so Scott what about you you're a very busy guy tell us about what you do I am the rock star's husband. That's what I am. <laughs> no, you're the rock. No, uh, actually, um, with Amberly uh, having a full time job and then doing uh, marriage date night and the Aspire tour uh, over the last couple of years, it uh, has been uh, out of necessity. I found myself uh, self employed. I have a full studio of students. I am a musician, of a vocalist, and uh, so I am a singer and also um, uh, a music director of community theater and college community college theater uh, here in Prescott, our small town, uh, good hometown, uh, and it's a lot of fun. And for folks, for, for listeners, uh, that, that's Prescott, but you have to say Prescott if you're from there. If you're Arizona. From there. Yeah. In fact, they'll say, you hear people say, it's Prescott, like biscuit. And I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Am I spelling it wrong? <laughs> Carbs always, but yes. In fact, I love my name it. is Scott, but around here they just call me Skit. No. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Skit. But, uh, 
<laughs> but anyway, so uh, so I've been, you know, uh, here um, kind of uh, helping keep the house moving along. We purchased a, a new home in August and there were plenty of projects to do around here. So I was able to uh, keep self-employment and-, and uh, It was not a new home. It was built in 1964, but it was right. new to us. Gotcha. So it has, right. It's yeah. old. Great timing. Personality, on that. Just like we do. So <laughs> Great timing on that purchase. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> so Sorry. encouragement today, brother. I need, I need the belonging project <laughs> because I clearly don't know how to, how to act with one another. He's completely forgotten. Yes, one another. <laughs> and then recently I applied for and I got the position of the choral director at the local high school. So I'll be starting that in the fall. So, uh, so just uh, lots of things and lots of projects. I find myself at a time in my life where kind of some entrepreneurial skills and muscles, uh, I'm excited about uh, stretching those and uh, it's, it's it's an exciting time. So indeed. So Amberly, as you as you know, has a reputation on the tour that she can harmonize anything at any time. You uh, obviously vocally can bring it. Is she is she jumping in like if you're practicing somewhere all of a sudden it's what this is opera I don't harmonize the, is <laughs> anything like that sometimes sometimes but it's uh, but it's fun I mean it's uh, it it works the way that it does and my daughter also is a is a performer our, yeah our daughter Judah mm. I Judah, think yeah. may pursue uh, yeah classical voice she's really fantastic and and she's got she's won some awards she's she's pretty terrific so, oh that's cool so, she's got both no, your gifts. Uh, it's a family in harmony. Ah. <laughs> and our son is actually probably the most musical of all of us, like innately musical, very mathematical, very logical. Um, but he, d- the rest of us were born going, hey, is this thing on? I mean, like we have always this- <laughs> And he is not, not, he's like, yeah, it's great. I, I, I will hold my part. And he's, he's a rock right. star with that, but he'd rather run in the tech booth than have a microphone in front of him. Mm. Just oh, in, yeah. my, in my young men's choir, but, uh, but that's about the extent. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. That's so fun. So you guys are both entertainers. You both travel for work. Mm-hmm. I should maybe backtrack a bit though. So how long have you guys been married? 28 years. We just celebrated 28. I know. Last weekend. Yeah. That's yeah. exciting. Well, happy anniversary. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. I can't, Scott came from this really like healthy biblical. They just, they love each other. They are, they all play nice. Um, and I came from this crazy circus of weirdos. weirdos. Like we are, we are a crazy crew. I love them. Don't get me. Like not literally a circus just for our listeners. <laughs> My mom wasn't, wasn't Dick Grayson. Spandex for days. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, but 28. <laughs> Sorry, visual. Uh, Spandex for days. 20. I just, I would never, I mean, I just couldn't fathom 28 years. I'd never seen what tw- 20 mm. years of marriage could look like. I didn't, even when we got married, I, we, we, I said forever and ever, but I didn't know what that looked like. It's like talking right. about the surface of Mars. It's like, okay, well, conceptually right. I get it, but I, I've never been on Mars. So right. this is really um, the longest any of my marriages have lasted. So this is exciting. Uh, <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Exciting ground. Yeah, it's kind of it's uh, it is it's a weird moment when you realize that you've known each other longer than you like for a longer period of time than you were alive before you met. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you've been together longer than us, but you start to think, oh my gosh, uh-huh. I've actually known and been a part of this person's life, you know, for a longer period <clears throat> than before we met, and uh, and so it's um, 
it's good. I we're like it, him. We're in it for the long haul. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. We, we, must, we passed that too then, that mark. Yeah. We've been married 25 Maybe not for years. you because you're older than me. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's really close because I'm almost 50 and we've been married for 25 years. So. That's awesome. Right in the middle. What are you going to do for your 50th, Carrie? I, it was supposed to be my year of travel and, huh? and doing fun things. I thought you were working for you, my friend. <laughs> so that's not happening and probably never will because I think the window will have closed. But um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I want to think of something good though. Get together with a few old friends and yeah. I hit, I hit 50 good. before my wife, but uh, this but last year she turned 50 and we hiked the Grand Canyon. Uh, oh, so if you want to do that, just let us know. Uh, I, here's the problem. I hate exercise. <laughs> like walking. Leland will say, do you want to go for a walk? Uh, I'd rather, I'd literally rather clean the garage, go do yard work. I'd rather do anything like that than go for We were talking about this and I was like, why don't you like like walk? And she's like, because it's work. And I'm like, no, 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 it's walk. It's work and you accomplish Walks nothing. Walks are not work. <laughs> Like running, and, if we were hiking or jogging or something more strenuous, but a walk. And walking with Leland, like I'm literally almost running beside him. Oh, yeah. Because his stride is so yeah, long. Of course, of course. And then there's this sense that we might walk for six hours because he just I, has no concept of time and he's not tired ever. So it's like we. I, I've been told when I, I told people, you can't see me. Uh, I, I was, I've been told. That I don't quite understand the concept of uh, the difference between a walk and a hike. We live on the side of a mountain. So there's some cool paths. Like, let's go for a walk. And they're like, this is a hike. What are you doing? Ah, life's over. I'm wearing flip-flops. Why are you going straight up? <laughs> he was not prepared. Not prepared. <laughs> no. So anyway, so yeah. Uh, otherwise, that would sound good. There you but go. not the walk. pretty glorious. Yes, absolutely. All right. That sounds amazing. That's good. Okay. So you guys, you travel a lot. You're more project-based, right? Like you get busy with something and it's like, I, I, I'm, I'm doing this yes. this right. thing, Correct. this production. So I, now my my focus is on this for a while. Yeah. I certainly don't have seasons like Amberly where, you know, it it's nine weekends, eight weekends, 10 weekends out of 12 or 13. Right. Like we're, and then, and then we get home and, and we have six weekends where we're home together for six weekends and then she's back out again. I don't, I, uh, mine is not quite like that, but I do have projects that take me out. And sometimes even a project in town when we're in dress rehearsals for a show, you know, might as well be out of town. I mean, it's like I do yeah, yeah, in yeah. the house, but we rarely see each other. Yeah, so, truth, yeah, right. crazy. Yeah. so how do you, how do you manage those times when like say Amberly's doing a bunch of touring and you got a production that's, like what I mean, I guess the kids are older now, so that's yeah. that's not as big a concern. Yeah. But but still, how do you how do you do that? I think what I think what allows us to be able to do it is early on in our relationship, uh, we realized that we could do we could do things for a certain period of time. It's when it's when there's no end in sight that it becomes really scary yeah. for us. Yeah. So uh, so we can look at it and we can go into it and say, okay, we've got three months, we got to hit it hard, and uh, you know it, it's like. I'm going to kiss you now and I'll see you again in 12 weeks or whatever. But we know so that remember it's, this kiss, baby. It's a really good kiss. It's a really good kiss. But then we know that it's going to be over. I think if we had to do something where we where there was never where we didn't know when it was going to end i think that's when it would get 
we would uh, we would probably have to figure out a new set of tools to manage yeah. that. Hmm. But I think right. that the, the situations that we've found ourselves in, we feel like we have the tools to be able to manage it. And so we come out the other side and we and we really, you know, we really love mm -hmm. the time that we have together, knowing that there's going to be other seasons. And, and part of that is, you know, I in, in what I do, I'm pouring into other people to bring out their potential and their best. That's that, mm. that's what that's what excites me about what I do, whether I'm teaching a high school choir or whether I'm music directing a show or whether I'm directing a show or, you know, whatever that is, it yeah, is, yeah. it's that connection and that bringing out the best. Amberly, you know, she's pouring into people and they find a connection with her that um, that lifts them up. Her, her, mm -hmm. her gift is encouragement. It's not listed in the book, mm -hmm. but it's totally encouragement. It's what she does. It's and I will say this, I'm, I'm sorry to cut you off, but but Amberly, you were uh, waxing poetic of, of me and, and all that kind of stuff, but you're hilarious too. We, we are talking about your gift of encouragement, absolutely, but I also want to make sure Thank that you. people know you're super funny. Thank she you. Funny. Thank you so funny. much. Thank you. I think um, years ago, uh, I read um, some information from Bill and Pam Farrell. I'm actually blessed to say that Pam Farrell is my friend, but they're authors and they do marriage stuff. And she said, we can all survive on leftovers, but it was not God's design for us to live only on leftovers for long periods of time in our marriage. Like, it's okay to say, you know what, we're just going to open the fridge and see what's, and she said that that works and it does sustain, but it doesn't help you thrive. Mm -hmm. So I think the big thing for us, I think Scott nailed it with the looking ahead. And off, oftentimes for us looking ahead is that we're planning some kind of trip and we don't have, we don't we make do. a lot of money. So it's not like yeah. it's grandiose. Most of the time, most of the time. every five years we do something fantastic, but most of the time it's just like, no, we, we, if we, if we, you know, grit this through, then we're going to have this time and we're going to spend time as a family and it's glorious. But, um, the other thing that I think, um, is important is just recognizing that it's hard, like mm -hmm. to say, you know what? I miss you like crazy. And this, mm -hmm. I love that God allows me to do this and I feel so blessed, but here's the deal. I'm in a hotel room by myself in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and it feels like I'm a million miles away from you. And I'm and Leland's making fun of the WNBA <laughs> in the van. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Leland won't stop picking on me. And so, <laughs> <laughs> but I think just admitting this is yeah. stinky, this is hard, but mm -hmm. I, I, we're in this together. So, again, he's had to teach me. Every day for 28 years of marriage, this is what forever and ever looks like. This is what mm. it looks like. Because right. this whole family, they're all stable. They've not a single divorce in the entire lineage. He's shown right. me what that looks like. And so to say, this is stinky, but I'm still here <laughs> is, is huge. I think it's been really big for us. Back to that idea of of how do you deal being apart or working, you know, that whole project. I, I just wanted to tell one more story. We had sure, yeah. some friends. We haven't uh, we haven't stayed in contact, but we had some friends, and uh, and the the guy he was actually an Oscar uh, winning editor for film. Edited mm -hmm. all of Ron Howard's films early early on. Mm -hmm. and, Apollo um, thirteen. He won. He won. Uh, oh, Apollo okay. thirteen. And. Uh, and so they would be out. Uh, he would be out for six months. Ron Howard likes to edit on uh, on site and as they're going along. Uh, the whole movie doesn't go into can and then they take it back to the studio and edit the whole thing. They edit as they're going along. Mm -hmm. And so he's uh, so he's on location 
with the with the production of the film. And so during that time, during that six months or seven months, whenever they would be out, uh, they would ask the family, the family would come out and join them for three or four weeks, somewhere during the middle of that filming. And then when he got home, he did everything. He did everything. Oh, wow. He took the kids to school. He did all the cooking, okay. all the cleaning. Packed the lunches, kissed the kids. It was the way that he could show honor to his wife and allow hmm. her the freedom to be able to feel like he was a partner. You know, he was providing in other ways, but but nothing can replace the presence of a person, you know, you can provide right. financially, but if you're not there and he understood that. So, so and that was, theirs was a little more black and white. Like it's, it's her job today right. or it's his job today. Right. He and I are much right. more watercolor. We are, we are, but, but that was early on in our relationship. And I think we've kind of, uh, you know, it was a model. It was, it made a different, it made an impact on us. And mm-hmm. so, and so I think we've been able to take kind of the best of, of that idea and apply it to our situation. Uh, Cause we saw somebody else doing it and doing it fairly successfully. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I love that. That's great. Yeah. I did have yeah. an interviewer one time say when the kids were little, they said, what are some of your goals for your kids? And I said, oh, that we would just, we would be parents that would model Jesus and would limit how much therapy they're in. And, they're, and she was like, oh my gosh, you're so funny. And I'm like, no, no I'm serious. No. Serious face. Like, I, I'm sure they will be because we're two, we are two broken people. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but I, yeah, just minimize, minimize the damage. Minimize that is, the that's damage. That's a terrible parenting strategy. But That could be the title of your next book, Minimize the Damage. Minimize the Damage. A guide to parenting. That's right. That's right. Hey, I've already signed for a second book, Leland. Did you know that? Oh, congratulations. Thank you so much. No, Even before that. the awesome. came out, I know I feel so blessed. So that one's on the sibling rivalries of the Bible and what we can learn about living within peace with one oh. another. Oh, so our, that sounds all, really Our WNBA conversation will not be in said book. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I right. don't want to tell anybody about that. <laughs> I don't want to share that with the audience. <laughs> I I lose fans enough with my YouTube channel. Oh, <laughs> it's getting a little too real. I know. <laughs> yeah. You guys have moved a few times. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's uh, the reason. I don't know. It just kind of popped in my head because I know that you'd been to a, a few places. Not a ton of moving, but moving is stressful. Mm-hmm. It is. So what are what are some things you learned? Uh, uh, and now you've just gone through another move, although that was local, so it's probably uh, a lot easier. But but yeah, talk about that a little bit. My number one could. piece of advice is never move. That's never move. Oh okay. gosh, move. it's such a pain oh, in the backside. Yeah. Oh my God. yeah, yeah. And there are times that I mean, some of our most like the moments that you're like, I am selling you on eBay, and I do not feel bad about my choice have been in, in the stress of moving. But mm. he was a full-time worship pastor for so many years. And you go, right. it's like the it's like the army. You go where you're called. Um, and so that's what we would do. So that was moving. But when kids came into the mix, it got much more, it's just much more complicated, much more yeah, simple, yeah. Monitor, like helping them navigate the changes. And this last uh, move to Arizona from Central California was probably the hardest because our kids were older. But had a bunch also, of friends and totally, absolutely, they're they're yeah. people. Um, but um, we, the beauty of that was that they were old enough that we could help them 
like we we ask for their input, not necessarily like if they'd said, no, we don't want to move, we would have said, oh, okay, well, then we're going to disregard what God has called us to. But we just got to help them see this is how we're discerning God's call on this. And this is how we're, and um, actually uh, there was a minute, there was another ministry that was uh, asking us to be, to, to consider being a part of them. And so we were, it was a school and they had positions for both of us at this huge um, private school um, and very prestigious. And our son, who is a truth speaker for sure, he is very much, he calls it like he sees it. I can always say like, Hey, what do you think of this? And he'd be like, really? Okay. Um, so different shirt. Cause he will call it, you know, my, our daughter's like, you're perfection. You are, you're 10 is not high enough for the number that you are. You're so beautiful. But he'll, he'll be like, um, but we're walking on this he campus. actually make those noises, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> we were walking on the campus. Use your words. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, we're, we're touring the campus and Josiah said, you know, mom, we can't do this. Now, mind you, we're touring with the people that are uh, extending us uh, this invitation. He said, we can't, we, we can't serve here, mom. And I said, why is that? And he said, mom, they don't ca- take care of their campus. How could they possibly take care of students? I'm like, okay, this is you. Like I was so, I was mortified because they could clearly hear him. Yeah. And, um, but we talked about the fact that, you know, as we're driving to the next ministry, um, location, I was saying, when we read the Chronicles of Narnia, how did people encourage one another? And he said, Aslan is on the move. And I said, exactly. So Jesus is on the move in our ministries. And we really feel like he's calling us to Arizona. And we just want you to be open to, and to see his movement. And he was like, all right. And we went to the next place and he was pretty much like, okay, when can we start? I mean, like it was so different, but to walk them through, <laughs> this is what this looks like. This is how yeah. financially, this is socially, this is blah, blah, blah. These are the pros and cons. Walking them through that was so glorious. It was also really hard. It was the only he place. Didn't, he didn't say about Arizona. Look <laughs> at this place. If they don't take care of this state how are they going to take care of their people that's right there are cacti everywhere <laughs> it's deserty they don't water it you have to remember we were leaving california and that was oh. an easy choice because i do feel that way a little bit about california oh, we have man. friends that are friends that still live in california yeah. we've been here for five years and, and there's been an exodus feel yes. like we got out just yes. in time in fact oh, there was a gosh. pastor who um yeah, from california that, who spoke at our church recently and he said oh yeah that's a you guys are like the uh, the the rats that are jumping off the ship. He said, "I see so many Californians here," and we're like, "Oh wow, that's you said that out loud." That was in a mic. <laughs> and then, and then, if you drive around town, there's a bumper sticker that says, "Don't bring your California to my Arizona." Oh, <laughs> we're very progressive here in Prescott. <laughs> I can't believe you said that, Skit. <laughs> Thanks so much for uh, for being on the, the podcast, you guys. It was so much fun, and uh, I can't wait to get back on the road. I don't know about you. Absolutely, our pleasure. But, uh, yeah, looking forward to working with you again, Amberly. Great to see you again, Scott. Thanks so much for being with you guys. Thank you.